Welcome to the UK Travel Planning Podcast. Your host is the founder of the UK Travel Planning website, Tracy Collins. In this podcast, Tracy shares destination guides, travel tips, and itinerary ideas, as well as interviews with a variety of guests who share their knowledge and experience of UK travel to help you plan your perfect UK vacation. Join us as we explore the UK from cosmopolitan cities to quaint villages, from historic castles to beautiful islands, and from the picturesque countryside to seaside towns. So welcome to episode 69 of the UK Travel Planner podcast. This week is going to be a slightly different format in that I'm not going to be um, asking the questions. No, this week we have um, a guest who is going to be asking myself and Doug um, a kind of a friendly get to know you interview, you called it, Deborah. Um, so I know when we did we did an episode with Deborah, episode 59, about her uh, family trip around the UK. And after that episode, Deb said, you know what, I'd really like to interview you guys. Um, and so we thought, well, why not? So Doug and I are here today. Hello. Uh, with Deborah. So Deborah's. Go- I'm going to hand over to you, Deborah. Off you go. Introduce yourself, and then you can start Sounds asking great. us questions. Well, I my name is Deb Blazer, and I I came about your podcast when we were planning our trip to the UK, and then I joined the Facebook group, and I think there are so many people this that are grateful for what you guys do. So we'd like to know more about you. Okay, well, um, we're going to give you the floor. We do know the questions. We have we have proved all the questions. <laughs> but yeah, feel free. So I think, first of all, how did you and Doug meet and how did you get together? Okay, so I'll answer this one. Go for it. Yeah, so we met in 2001. We had a little bit of chat about that this morning. We're going, when, when was it we met? Uh, 2001. <laughs> momentous, we can't remember. Yeah, no, we're like, <laughs> oh, I know. Um, and we actually met in a shop. Um, so my mum was kind of the receptionist manager of a double glazing shop, actually, in, in Burton-on-Trent. My hometown. Uh, where Doug's from. Okay. And I'd moved down there with my mum and my daughter, who at that point, I think Dominique was about two. No, she was older than that. She must have been about four, I'm trying to think. Four, four or five, four yeah. or five at yeah. that point. That's oh. right. Um, so we'd moved down there and mum got this a job in the shop. And I happened to go in the shop one day and Doug was in the shop. And that's how we met. It is, because I, I knew my mother-in-law longer than I've known Tracy. That's and we, correct. And we got on well. Oh, wow. So we used to chat and, yeah. So, and I asked Doug out. So, so she approved. She did. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she did, she did. I, I asked I asked Doug out on a date. I I had an 18th birthday party for somebody. So at that point, I was I was teaching. I was a teacher. Um and um, I'd been invited to one of the daughters of one of the teachers that I worked with. It was her 18th birthday. So um, I was invited to the 18th. So I asked Doug if he'd go along with me. What she really means Oh, wow. Is- what did you teach? Oh, I taught... Uh, I taught history. I qualified as a history teacher, but I actually was a special needs teacher and then head of special needs for quite oh. a few years. And then, then I became an advisor, but that's a whole different story. She actually wanted somebody as a taxi driver <laughs> so she could have a few drinks. That's what she really wanted. Possibly, possibly. Don't we all. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, we got married uh, four years later. About four years later. Yeah, yeah. 2000, 2005, oh. yeah, yeah. So we've been married ever since. We have we haven't been divorced and remarried. We've just been married. Don't take that. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so when did you begin the website, podcast, and Facebook page? How did that come about? 
Okay, well, um, in I think it was about twenty twenty late twenty fifteen, I started because I've always travelled my entire life, and um, mm. I kind of I think I just come across. I started to notice there were all these um, travel blogs on the internet, and I thought, you know what, I could write one of those. But at that point, I was just thinking, let's just write about the things that I've done and where I've been. Um, and so I started Tracy's Travels in Time dot com, which is still not my favorite name for for a, a website. And I, I, I'd love to change it at some point, and we'll do it at some point in the future. But Tracy's Travels in Time, because I kind of thought, well, you know, you, you, when you when you start traveling, you travel in time, literally, because obviously you you've got it whether you're doing a car journey or a plane journey or a train journey, it takes you the time to get there. But also, you kind of travel, mm. you experience. Um, history and culture and you get that yes. so so it was kind of that and because I, I suppose the history background has been a history teacher I was kind of like um you know going to places where you, you, you for me some places in the world you go to and it's like you can actually feel the past so strongly um yes. so I guess that's where the name for that one came from so um I started that 2016 it was bobbing along kind of doing that writing it developing it um trying to make it better learning all the time about SEO and how to write and um then in yes. uh, 2019 beginning of 2020 we visited the UK and I thought you know what let me we've got a lot of knowledge about UK travel so let's put together um a, a UK travel planning website, which is exactly what we called it. We came back uh, from the UK in January 2020, and of course, then COVID hit. So a lot of a, a lot of travel bloggers obviously were hit because there was no nobody was searching for travel. Nobody could travel, um, and I think a few people thought I was crazy. You're going to start this UK travel planning website, but nobody's traveling anywhere um, during a time when no one's traveling. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it, to be honest, it gave me obviously we were at home a lot, so I, it gave me time to really focus and think about what it was that we wanted to do, who we wanted to write for, kind of, we're, we're both over 50. Right. I know we don't look it, but we're both over 50. <laughs> and we kind of wanted to kind of, this, this, there are, I think when you get older, there are slightly different things when it comes to travel. You have to think about, um, and obviously when your kids have grown up and left home, you, you can do a little bit more, a little bit easier. I mean, I, we did travel with Dominique quite a lot, and I traveled on my own with Dominique in my thirties. Um, so, I was oh, I love my kids, but I can't wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did a lot of travel in my twenties solo, so um, I traveled all around the world on my own. Um, so, yeah, I think so. We we That's started amazing. that, and then twenty twenty two, I decided to start the podcast. Um, because I felt that that in this day and age, really, you can't just have a website. I'd love to do YouTube, and it's something we're looking at doing more video, but it's very time consuming. Um, and I'm a bit of a natural talker. No, really. <laughs> um, so kind of a podcast. That's what we love about you. <laughs> Podcasts seem to be the way to go, to be honest. So I started that, and it's been hugely successful. I I have to thank every single listener, everybody out there who's listening to our podcast. Really, thank you so much. We can't believe how popular it is, and and how many downloads we get, and how how it's growing so rapidly. It's it's amazing. I love it. I- our trip was in July, and I'm still listening to it. Oh, brilliant! I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Planning your next one, and so exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. So then uh, we we I decided at the beginning of 2023 to do a London travel planning website, so I could focus a little bit more on London because there's a lot, obviously, that you can write mm. about the UK. But I thought, oh, there's there's opportunity there to focus on London. So that's what we did. We started the London Travel Podcast in 2023, and uh, not po- yeah. 
not podcast, website. And um, we've just recently or in the next week or so going to launch a brand new podcast, but I will talk about that in a bit, a bit later, um, <laughs> which is about global travel. So has Doug always been a part of this or did you bring him in later? He Doug really came in for the UK travel plan and really didn't you? I, I did, yeah. As soon as somebody mentions trains, my ears prick up and think, oh, to me, <laughs> I know a little bit about this. So that's how I sort of pushed myself forward and said, and I think it was from correcting a few things Chasey was saying. I went, uh, actually, no, uh, actually, this, 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 and this. Yeah. So it was more case of, well, if you know so much, you write it. You do yeah, it. yeah, that's what I said. Right. I was like, well, yeah. uh, you can start writing articles um, and you can start coming on the podcast. And Doug was incredibly nervous the first podcast, weren't you? Yeah, trying to be a perfectionist and yeah. trying to get it absolutely. Yeah. And after take 27, <laughs> yeah, it was. I said, you know what? <laughs> Let's just leave that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but the more like hey, editors everything. work magic. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Because every time you record the next one, it changes. Yeah. And you have a, a, a book on train travel, correct? That's right. In, I've written a, an e-book uh, with all of my experience. It's like a user guide. Um, I, I hate the term That's idiot's fantastic. guide, but, you know, really it is from first principles. You know, this is this, this is yeah. this, this is how to do it, and this is what you need to look for, and this is how, you know, how to go about well, it. Well, the public transport in in the UK is so much more advanced than what we have here in the US. So it was it was a little intimidating going into it and learning to use the different systems. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean the UK had a hundred years, you know, head start on the state. Yeah. So <laughs> it should be better. True. <laughs> yeah, and yeah it's but quite, the, the states needs to catch up. Uh it, and it's quite when you get for a lot of people the train travel in the UK is it, it it stresses them out and it's confusing and they're not quite sure and they get intimidated. Mm. So it seemed um we, we kinda sat down, you know what, let let's write an ebook and put put it like the A mm. to Z of, of train travel in the UK, like what do you need to know, like the important stuff that you need to know, just to make it less stressful. And then also what we did as well, um, which we've had some really good feedback on, and I've I've published a couple um on the website, uh, we put together some train itineraries as well, because that tends to stump mm. people, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it can do, because the the assumption is that the UK is so tiny you can go everywhere within a few minutes. Yes, the UK is tiny, yeah. but that doesn't mean you can get anywhere quickly. You know, so, <laughs> you know, what's obvious to us is not necessarily obvious to anybody visiting for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, it was very one of our first things that we did was just map everything out because we had no idea of the scale. Sure. And I remember we were so intimidated to use the tubes in london but they were so easy yep yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> it's like riding it a great. bike you yeah know, it's difficult yeah. or learning to drive it's very very difficult but when you've mastered it it all makes sense it all makes yeah. sense yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely uh so what's it like working together do you is does somebody do, does one of you focus on one part and somebody else i mean doug obviously does the train travel i just do and i know you do the tea rooms <laughs> That, that's, that's easy. That's so easily answered. I do as I'm told, and I make the tea. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah, if I say absolutely one more time, but it's true. He does. He, um, yeah, I, I guess I'm the overall uh, manager, director, 
controller of everything that goes on for Dictate, the <laughs> dictator <laughs> for the business so i kind of have the plan and know what direction we're going in so um yeah so i i kind of yeah doug kind of works for me with me for me i guess <laughs> i can summarize I, I get it to summarize it's that what what my granddad used to say a ship's only got one captain and there you go yes yep i mean you met my husband and we work together and yeah as much as he likes to think he has an equal say, no, no. Don't put that in there. Oh, my gosh. I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love him. And honestly, it's great when you can work together like that and yeah. you're a team. It's, it brings a whole other dimension to your relationship. Oh, absolutely. And we now, I mean, we we learn so much from each other as well, because obviously Doug knows so, such a lot about train travel. Mm. So, I mean, I thought I knew a fair amount, but I, I certainly know a lot more now. And mm. kind of, um, it's really, because we both love the UK as well. So sitting and chatting about it and deciding where we're going to go, we're planning for our trip at Christmas at the moment. So um, we're sitting yesterday and we're, we're talking about where we're going to go and in London and then after Christmas January we're looking at going to um we're going to go to actually the Republic of Ireland uh, we're going to go to Wales Republic, Republic of Ireland Northern Ireland then over to Scotland and then back down to London and then hopefully back up to Scotland again on the sleeper train so um and a lot of people would go oh my goodness that's a lot of kind of travel as in we've gone on all these train travel uh, train travels but mm. it'll be really good fun oh it's always fun yeah. sitting on a train not yeah. a problem yeah. <laughs> We did the Caledonian sleeper train, and it was it was a great experience to give the kids. Oh, oh yeah, we're really looking forward to it. I think we're going to do it at least twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. It's magical. Doesn't right, matter so how old you get I the Caledonian we... sleeper; it's magical every time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. And that's what I just I I wanted to make sure that our kids experience that because we don't I don't think we have anything like that over here. Uh, and just to be able to, we dro- we rode from Scotland to London, and to be able to fall asleep in Scotland and wake up in London the next day, it's crazy. I know, it's so it good. It's amazing. such a lot of fun. We yeah. love it. I, I do love that. My favourite is going from London up to Scotland and waking up. So you leave the city at night and then you wake up yeah. and you've got the beauty of Scotland. It's like, oh, in the winter as well in particular, it's just beautiful. Well, yeah, just actually on that one, in the old uh, sleeper service used to have, the um, you spell to open the windows. So you, you catch the train at Euston and you get up at Inverness or Fort William and you could open the window and you got the smell of the pine trees. Oh, through wow. The oh. Yeah. So you could actually lie there and or stand at the window and, oh, it's just amazing. Which obviously you can't do now. No, you can't now. There's something called air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Safety, I would think, as well. Safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah you can't do that. But. It surprised me when we were over there how much, how much the – the the landscape changes oh definitely you know as we talked about we did a driving trip and and from london clear up into scotland it's just every day we were driving through a new atmosphere it was amazing that's right and scotland's got multiple different um terrains as well the further you go Mm -hmm. up it's quite flat and obviously you've got the national parks and it's yeah i mean it's stunning and if you go the far far northwest of scotland 
from really I kind of like that from Glencoe up mm, it's mm. just it's like different oh. landscape after different Stepping landscape back it's, in time I think yeah it didn't mm. feel yeah. like it, it doesn't feel like you're in the UK at some no. point you kind of go really no. this is just so far removed from some from the rest of the country really and I've got so many friends in Wales as well I should say the Welsh <laughs> terrain as well is yes. equally beautiful yes yes and Cornwall and Cornwall <laughs> that that's on our list for our next time over we're going to Wales uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard when you're planning because you want to go everywhere. Oh, we're no different. No different. You have, yeah. you have to narrow it down. It's awful. Yeah, well, it, it comes yeah. down to the, the conversation, not not just where you want to go, is where can we afford to leave out? Mm. Because we want to, you want to do everything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But we're having the same problem. I same mean, I've, I've just got back after being there, I don't know, three or four months. I got back and uh, we're planning now back in December and it's in January and it's the same thing. It's like, okay... Obviously, you've got to think where's the best place to go for that time of year. And sure London is. is obviously, for me, I, I just adore London at Christmas. And then going to York to the Christmas oh, market. Oh, I bet the decorations yeah, are amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so York and Bath and hopefully Winchester. We want to get to some of the Christmas markets and take lots of videos and photos oh, cool. of the Christmas lights. So, yeah, but lovely. So when you're flying from Australia to the UK, how, how long of a flight is it? A flying time that you're actually up in there is around about 21 hours. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's long. So we're actually about to embark on a bit of an epic trip. So obviously we've got the new podcast coming out. And um, for Tracy's travels, um, I'm going to be adding new content for that. So uh, this time, instead of flying directly back to London, we're actually going to be going via some other destinations um so oh wow yeah so we leave on the we leave in 19th of october and we're actually heading to japan then we go to south korea vietnam cambodia <sighs> thailand and then fly from thailand i know everybody's kind of going oh <laughs> yeah. then we go from thailand to the the uk so we'll land uh, back on the 11th of december at Heathrow. yeah yeah wow so, very excited oh, wow <laughs> We we all need to see pictures. <laughs> oh, you will. There's going to be lots of pictures. There'll be lots of articles. Um, there'll be lot, the podcast to go with it as well, talking about our experiences. Because really what I want to do is inspire people. Not only inspire people, because we can always read things that inspire us to go to places, but also help people to actually turn that kind of dream of traveling to that destination into a reality right. so given kind of the not only the will inspire it to go but also the practical information yeah. and tips to get there to how to plan it because that's yeah. that's the ultimately logistics. the logistics and that's that's honestly what people need because i think a lot of people think oh i want to travel there but it's so intimidating yeah yeah and it's like but, where do you start sometimes like oh yeah. yeah it presents challenges with along you, the way with your yeah. podcast yeah. yeah, so uh, yeah, that's where I started. Listen to our <laughs> podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, on top of the podcast, the website, and the Facebook group, you also give itinerary consultations. We do. So, so, what exactly does that involve, and how how does that work, and why would you recommend that to somebody? So, we do um, itinerary reviews. So, we we offer kind of a, an hour service with myself and Doug to I mean people can buy more than one hour but often purchase the first hour and um, we ask that people send us their itinerary so we we expected itinerary to be put together so to have an idea of what you what you want to do when um, mm. and then we spend some time before the actual meeting we go through that we set up a google doc which we then share with the people we have the meeting with and then we spend an hour 
um we set up a zoom meeting and we have an hour and we chat through the itinerary we and answer any questions that they have so the main aim really is to review it to try and look at ways that we can make it um improve the itinerary maybe help them re- save some money yeah, it reduces a lot of their anxiety as well because like you say some people are very yes. anxious about the train some people are anxious about the driving mm. you know whatever those anxieties uh, can be and whatever the nature of the, the anxiety we can do our best to sort of alleviate that through yeah. answers, responses, and sometimes just grouping things together. And I mean, quite often, and it happens to everybody, is uh, you, you try and squeeze up in too much. So you've got to step back and say, hold on a minute, you know, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. You might need to take a few of those off, or in some cases, most yeah, of we that could, off. We could have used you. <laughs> as, wonder, as wonderful as our family trip was, oh my gosh. I needed a vacation for my vacation. <laughs> exactly so. Yeah. So, we're, so we're not travel agents. We don't book anything. We just literally will chat through and advise you and, um, you know, answer those questions. You know, it, it's the same. We're, we're planning yeah. a trip, as I say, at the moment. And I've mm. spoken to my friends who are, you know, experts on Vietnam. I've got a friend who's an expert on Japan. So I've been asking them for the those. And, you know, something, it's the little things that, that you think, oh, do, what sort, what money do I, can I, should I take cash? Can I get it out of the mm. ATM? How do I get from the airport? Yeah. You know, how do I get from Tokyo into uh, Tokyo, Haneda Airport into Tokyo? It's those questions the same ones think. we get asked about the yeah, uk exactly we're asking, that we also right. need to ask yeah. so yeah. you know so chat to our friends about okay so you know what is it we need to know um and it's those basic kind of questions that just re- reduce your stress because you know can i get can i fit this in can i go is it worth going to this place that's another thing that's worth knowing as well like mm. is it is it right you know, or how much time do we actually need to to go to that place you know so it's that sort of thing. So we do that, and then after the session, um, we send uh, a uh, the Google. Well, we update the Google Google document with with all the information we've we've talked through as well. Um, and we're actually oh, thinking about fantastic. asking people if they, they we want it videoed as well. We don't do video at the moment, but it was something we we're talking about because obviously in an hour we talk about a lot of stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so the new podcast you're starting is it going to be called the Worldwide Travel Group? No, it's it's going to be called, well, since I have UK travel planning and London travel planning, it has to be global be... travel planning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it will actually be um, on the Tracy's Travels in Time dot com website. Um, and that's Tracy without any, I will say. Tracy's Travels in Time dot com. Um, so it's going to be hosted on that website. But um, the podcast is going to be called you know, Global Travel Planning, I guess, with Tracy's Travels. But okay. um, hopefully, ultimately, it'll all kind of evolve into Global Travel Planning. Um, so the trailer is actually out and available at the moment. I've just had notification it's been listed on quite a few of the um podcast apps so the trailer's there it will um the aim is that that will go live completely with three episodes on the 4th of october so they they are nearly ready to go um and then after that because obviously the uk travel planning one is every week which is a lot of work um Mm. it's going to be every two weeks to start with global travel planning uh with a hope that at some point next year that will go weekly um i'm hoping that people that listen to the uk travel planning podcast will go wow okay let's let's hop over and 
And, and oh, I'll be there. <laughs> and, and listen on Global Travel Plan. So obviously I've got loads and loads of amazing friends who are experts who, who travel a lot as well. So um, they'll be coming on and talking about their respective destinations, whether that's a, a city or whether that's a country, sharing uh, their stories as well. And I'm hoping when we travel to actually talk to people as we as we are yeah. moving around the Definitely. world and, and bringing sort of local voices right. on as well, because I think that's really important. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so that's our that's the aim. As I said, it's it's just it's just a baby. It's just starting out. Um, yeah. But I just felt I just felt it would be the next place for us to kind of to go. And also because I wanted to do something with Tracy's Travels and Time website as well because it, it's the first one I started, and I feel that there's lots of potential there to share knowledge about all over the world. Do you think eventually you will start a global travel Facebook group like you have for the UK? Uh, it could do. I mean, at the moment, I've got a, I've got a, a page for Tracy's Travels in Time, and I potentially will start a group okay. off that. Um, that's something that I will look at uh, doing definitely. Um, it's a little bit more difficult when it's global travel because obviously you're going to have questions from right. all over the world. So, but I think yes, it'll be a, a good place to go. And even if it's just also pointing um, listeners in the direction of, of of other people I know who've got that that level of expertise, um, would right. be good as well. Yeah. So you told me before that you've lived all over the world. Uh, I have. So where <laughs> where was your favorite place to live and why? Um, oh, that's such a difficult question. Um, I, I'll quickly run through where I have lived. So I guess that will help in terms of... So born in the UK, um, grew up in Southern Africa, between Southern Africa and the UK. Um, my first major move was after university and I moved to France. From France, I moved to Canada lived in Switzerland for a bit, was back actually in the UK, lived in London for a bit, um, lived in Botswana. Um, and then uh, now obviously we're in Australia. So I think it works out at seven countries. Canada, I lived in Canada as well. I don't know if I mentioned Canada. I uh, lived in Toronto. So yeah, so seven countries at the moment. Um, favourite? Uh, it's really difficult. My favourite really is truthfully where I happen to be. Uh, where I'm living at the moment that because you have to embrace when you move you have to embrace the the country and culture and language and, and food and everything around the country that you're in um, I'm now Australian proudly also Australian and British I have Australian citizenship um, I absolutely we love Australia don't we both we love Australia do, yeah yeah um, in terms of what changed my life I think when it came to travels probably France um, I moved to France I was 21 I'd finished uni uh, and France completely opened my eyes to to just culture and food and language and beauty. I lived on the the Lake Geneva on the border with Switzerland. I lived with a family who spoke French. I learned French within six months. I was actually fluent, which oh, was wow. yeah. I mean, it's a bit rusty now, but it's not too bad when I'm back. Um, and I think it was that. It was just it was living with a family who were French who. So I immersed myself completely in the culture and that made a difference to me. And that's why when I travel, I like, yes, I like going to see places, but I actually travel to meet people. So yes. that's a, that's a huge thing for me. Um, and I've got friends all over the world. We've got friends all over the world. Most definitely. Yeah. 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 So. So, Doug, did you grow up in the UK or where did you spend most of your life? I, I grew up in, uh, in the UK, right in the middle of the UK, in a town called Burton-on-Trent, which was mentioned. And, uh, yeah, I've travelled um, around the UK. Most things were evolved around trains. So I worked on the railways. I travelled by train everywhere. 
uh, in Europe, really, uh, most my uh, travelling around was by train. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so <laughs> a bit boring, really, I suppose, when you look back on it. But it did give me a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge about how train networks uh, operate in different countries because they are all a little bit different. Mm-hmm. No matter where you go, there's lots of little changes and little little tweaks that you need to sort of get your head around if you're advising people. Yeah. So So are you going to ride the bullet train in Japan? Oh, most definitely, at least once. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. But, but reading upon that, you know, it's, again, perfect example. Little things of how the work, how where do you store your luggage, how soon do you need to be there, yes. reserving seats. It's all those same questions appear mm. wherever you're traveling mm. by train. Same was in the States when we and went on the And they're all a little different, like yeah. you said. Yeah, you've Absolutely. got to get your head around it and embrace the differences. Not to say anyone's better than another. It's just different. Yeah. I will say that yeah. when we first got married, the first two summers, because I was a teacher, so I had the time off, and Doug worked mm. the, his shift. We, we actually backpacked with, um, with my daughter around Europe by train. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, yeah. So we did that two years. And then the second year she went, I'm never doing that again, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> so have you hiked Hadrian's Wall? Oh, no, I am not. A, right, I have to make this absolutely totally clear. I'm not a hiker in any way, shape or form. <laughs> it's the one thing. You know, when you get in your 50s, you can kind of go, well, I, I just don't. Well, I know you haven't got in your 50s yet, but believe me, when you get into your 50s, Deb, I'm close. I'm close. <laughs> you, you'll kind of get to the point where you're like, you know what? I, I, I don't, there's things I don't want to do and I'm not going to do them. So yeah. interestingly, because my daughter loves hiking. Um, we had a conversation in New Zealand last month because I, I, I just don't like hiking. And there's a very famous hike in New Zealand, um, called the Hooker Valley Trail, which is at, um, uh, Mankuk, uh, Iraqi. And we decided that we we're going to hike this. So it's about, uh, a, what, three hour hike, 11 mm. kilometers, something like that. Um, fairly flat, a bit of steps. And I, and, and my daughter was like, I don't think you'll do it. I don't think you do it. You know what? Not only did <laughs> I do it, it I absolutely, I totally got why people hike. Doesn't mean I'm going to do much more in the future, but I, at the end <laughs> of this hike was the most beautiful. Exhilarating. Oh, it was, I've never seen anything like it, honestly. It was New Zealand, absolutely blew me away that it was mm. so beautiful mm. really um, and i will put a picture in the show notes new zealand yeah, looks amazing oh, yeah incredible. fantastic absolutely mm. fantastic so um so so i did a hike so yeah so i'm not not a hiker not a hiker so i haven't hiked <laughs> adrian's walk in fact the last time we went i went with my sister and and doug and her actually did the walk up from uh where, i can't remember where park now you did the you did the walk and i just watched steel rig steel rig car park and um, we walked a little bit and then okay. they walked up the hill and i was like no, I'll just I'll just video you climbing up that hill, and, and that's what I did. I'm a fine weather walker. I walk for a few hours, but I'm not going to get soaking wet. I'm not going to, yes, you know, not going to get muddied up. I'm a fine weather, yeah. smooth yeah. track walker. Yeah. My my boys wanted to hike all over Glencoe when it was raining, yeah, and I was like, like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> They'll have to wait till they get a bit older. I love you. You can go back and do this some other time. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, Doug, where's your favorite place to visit? Uh, if, oh, great! In Europe, anywhere by train. Just, Straightforward. <laughs> Wherever the trains run, because I, 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 I do, I enjoy every single journey. Um, right. right. We're in Australia. I absolutely thoroughly enjoy the road trips um, to the outback. We've had some fantastic journeys, and every one of those has been oh, special. Amazing. I love the outback. Queensland uh, outback is something else, and we will be talking about that in the other podcast. Yeah. And actually, the recent trip to New Zealand blew us away. Yeah. 
And in the UK? Yeah. In the UK. I have special preferences. You know, early in the year, I was made so welcome. The weather's beautiful. I went to North Wales, and I thoroughly enjoyed every single second of it. And fully enough, not a lot of trains other than steam trains and heritage railways. Uh, but I use public mm. transport, but everybody was so kind and friendly and helpful. And But when we go back to Scotland, there's always a sense of belonging when we get to Scotland. Yeah. Trace's um, heritage uh, is a Scottish base. I don't think mine is, I'm not sure, but I worked a lot in Scotland and I, I always enjoyed every single time we were up there. I've got some family who moved up there, not 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 Scottish, Um but every time we've been there, it's always a sense of comfort, if that makes any yes. sort of sense. Yeah, we felt that too when we were there. It was I, I loved England. England was gorgeous and amazing, and the Yorkshire Dales, and hmm. I mean, it was it was a special place in its own. But Scotland felt. I don't know. There's something yeah. about it. Yeah. There, there is. And I, I think as much as anywhere else in the UK, you feel part of history there. Um, yes. You know, there's lots of places that you visit are actually historical sites, which sort of adds to that feel. But you just seem to be part of it. I don't know. It's more embracing than I think than mm. some other parts. But um, the, the, when we've driven the North Coast 500, is was very, very special. Oh, I want to do that so badly. Yeah, and the and the um, everywhere by train, the, the great places to visit because obviously you've got great scenery. Yeah. Um, How long do you think would you suggest for somebody to take to drive that north route? It depends what time of the year that you're doing it because the daylight hours. Okay. And it's a difficult one to answer because. Obviously, stick within the speed limit, but some people want to stop off more often than others. You know, some sort of um, rest breaks people need more than others, that sort of thing. And there's a lot of right. things to see along the way. But, there, but there is. And we a, did it far too fast. We said that we afterwards. Did. Yeah, we'll do it far slower next time. Yeah, I think you could easily spend a month doing it comfortably, even, wow. and that's in the summer. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd do it a lot slower last time. I think yeah. we did it in a few days, but I think really probably a week to two weeks you could do it in, really. Yeah. Um, but, and include, um, I mean, we went to Orkney. Which I was just going to say, yeah. you can sort of step away from the track. You can do a little bit of extra, like the, the, the Orkneys yeah. or the Shetlands or wherever you wanted to go, go to. Further, yeah. yeah, if you really wanted right. to. Um, but it depends on your budget and time, and, you know, that, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. So where's your favourite place to go to the to the in the uk together i think we were talking about this and mm. it, it was i would say probably uh scotland mm. um but it's really difficult to choose because we also had a love i mean we also love cornwall we love london the you know the peak district derbyshire yorkshire northumberland obviously where i'm yeah. from mm. um the lake district i mean you can go on and on and on and on to be honest wales yeah and, and i think it's different <laughs> different answers to What's your favourite area to visit and what's your yes. favourite single place? You know, I'm from close to the, the Peak District and there's something very ancient about visiting those areas there. And very, very English, like Chatsworth, oh, you know, that yeah. sort of area. It's just so quintessentially English, I always think. And we both love the Cotswolds. Yeah. We both love the Cotswolds as well, yeah. yeah. That's on our list for next time. Yeah, yeah. Cotswolds. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I was insistent when we we're doing our t on our uh, itinerary that we would get to the Cotswolds in December. So, overall, answer your question. I love <laughs> visiting York. I, I've worked. Oh, yeah. I've worked in York as well, and I've been. 
so so many times. I have pretty good road knowledge of uh, of uh, of York and um, you know areas to visit. But it's different working somewhere to visiting it as a as a tourist. It's it's in compli- completely different. But yeah, there's always a sense of warmth there because it's got the train museum, which is also great for me. <laughs> <laughs> the National Rail Museum, should I say? And you've got the co- the thing is you've got the coast, you've got the you know Doug, the national park. You've got a, you might say you've got a one track mind. <laughs> ah, so what you did there? Very good. <laughs> so is Doug going to also help with the global travel? Travel? Yep, he will be. Um, he's coming on this next trip. Uh, with me because obviously there's a lot there'll be a lot of writing to do we'll be podcasting about it as well and taking video and photos so Doug will be coming along on most of this trip he actually comes back to Australia before I do because I'm planning a trip to India for uh, February oh wow Um, yeah so uh, but I'll be going I'm actually hoping to meet uh, another friend in India and and actually my my stepbrother and sister-in-law and family live in in India so um going to visit them as well so that's hopefully going to be february yeah yeah and then i'll be back to um back to australia because there'll be a lot of work to do a lot of writing up to do and a lot of updating you never rest no i know (laughs) 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 um the thing is you know when you do something that you love as much as this it's it doesn't feel like work um, and I'm very much yeah. prefer to, I like to work for myself. I like to know what I'm doing and, and, um, kind of, <laughs> Doug will probably laugh, but just, just like to know what, what, you know, make my own decisions and decide, you know, this is what we're going to do today or this is what we're going to do. She likes to be in control. <laughs> no, that's, that's what she's trying say. to say. <laughs> I was going to, I was trying to go around the houses to that, but yeah, I that's like what, to. That's what she means. Better control of what we're doing. But yeah. That makes good, that makes good business people. Uh, well, good, good, <laughs> yeah, good, good. Yes, good. Yeah. <laughs> so how long did you teach? Um, I didn't actually teach in the classroom for a huge amount of time because when I qualified, I I, I always wanted to work with the kids with special needs and in particular, actually, the kids that have struggled in school in terms of, um, I guess, just coping with school. So I kind of oh. specialised in in, in kind of supporting those kids. Um, and then I, I think I was probably about eight or nine years in school. And then I worked for the, the local authorities and I, I was an advisor working, um, supporting um, schools around with kids that were struggling to stay in school. Effectively, that's what I did. And I absolutely loved oh. that job. It was it was fantastic. I worked with a lovely team in a, in a fabulous county Um so yeah, I did that, but but you know, there gets a point in life where you kind of go, okay, I've done that for twenty odd years. I want to do something different. Um, and my mum always jokes that I'm going to be in my yes. in my nineties. I'll be still traveling around the world. She's like, you'll you'll never stop. Um, <laughs> and she just said to me, she said, it's about time you actually did something, you know, about the travel because I've been obsessed with it since I was really quite small. So I used to go up to people when I was about three and say, "Hi, my name's Tracy. What's yours?" So the wanting to meet people's always been there. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think living in a number of different places kind of made you feel braver about going out there and travel traveling? Yeah, I think so. I remember when I moved to France, bearing in mind I was 21, I'd finished uni, um, 
you know, different continent to where, where I'd been living, grown up. So I, I remember, this is going to sound really bizarre, but I remember when I moved to France thinking, okay, I've probably, uh, maybe I've got to meet about 10 people, that, 10 new people. It's only going to be about 10 new people and then that'll be fine. That's all I need to know. And obviously you meet hundreds <laughs> of people. Um, but that was the way that I kind of dealt with it in my mind because I just thought, I, you know, it's just going to be me. I don't know anybody at all. Um, but I, you know, I've always made friends really quickly and got on with people really quickly. And as I say, I, I finding out about people and how they live and, you know, the, just the nitty gritty mm-hmm. of how our lives, we're all the same, but we're all different. And it's like how, how it is different. What it is that, you know, that they, like how they experience their life. That's probably the best way to put it. Um, right. And, and how we can all learn from that as well and share that about each other you know there's there's lots of horrible things that go on in the world and i think if there's a bit more understanding between people about that you know we are ultimately all the same we may be different in the way that how we speak or um how we live or what we eat or whatever but fundamentally we're all the same and we should all be oh god it sounds like you know what i'm saying we should all get on (laughs) that's what i would like yeah fighting against each other it's interesting it's interesting to travel and see that everyone's core values are generally the same everywhere oh yeah yeah you everyone may- just wants to live a happy life and live and and love their family and their neighbors and exactly exactly and um the help the kindness and help that you get from people around the world is is just amazing oh yes oh you know and uh, and 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 I think um, I mean somebody said to me once you know that I can't uh, I, I always look at the best in people and I do I always you know expect and hope for the best in in everybody and I think that again is just from traveling so much and meeting so many people mm. all all over it teaches you tolerance to yeah, people's differences and understanding mm. and yeah and that we're all to say we've all got little quirks and differences but fundamentally like you say we all have the same values we all want the same things um so you know so for me that's it if we you know let's 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 go out and travel and um experience the world but do it in a good good way as well in a thoughtful way so actually the first episode of the global travel uh, podcast i interview um chat with amanda kendall who her podcast is the thoughtful travel podcast and we talk with her i talked to to her about how we can all become better more thoughtful travelers so that's a i thought that was the best way to kick off the entire series and that'll be out next week so that'll be a really good one it's a really thoughtful way just things yeah we can all do to just think make it make it better be more thoughtful when we travel so yeah we we were when we went over Everyone was so kind in the UK. Everyone was so helpful. That just, that blew us all away. And I think that made us want to go back so much more because everyone was so welcoming and so helpful. Yeah, that's good. It's always lovely to hear, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So um, is there anything else you want to touch on? Uh, I don't think so. I think you can... uh... Oh, I think Doug just did want to mention for anybody that's uh, traveling by UK uh, yeah, train. Yeah, the uh, we've got the normal Facebook group uh, travel planning, but there's also the UK train travel tips Facebook group. Oh, which is quite new-ish, uh, but that's obviously the focus on um, train or station or ticketing or anything mm. rail uh, related. Yeah, and so that's growing. So that's UK well, like train travel tips. 
like we talked about, that can become very overwhelming very quickly, especially if you're not familiar with it. Oh, absolutely. So I think yeah. it's valuable. It's so valuable to read up and get as much knowledge as you can That's before it. you go. It is. I mean, I, I spent so many years working on the railway, uh, many different sides of the industry. And, you know, my train route knowledge is blowing my own tongue, but it's quite good. I'm, I'm not too bad at all. <laughs> I have traveled on every part of the track network in the uk at some point sometimes twice um yeah in my sort of younger days just travel by train every single weekend from finishing work on a friday till late sunday night and then i went home to see my parents (laughs) 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 last of dinner and go to bed but i did i used to just travel by train it's obviously been part of the industry. Is that, is that something you've always loved? Well, my, my father worked on the railways for many years as well. Um, he okay. didn't use his train travel very often. Uh, but soon, because I used to get travel through him. So as soon as I was old enough, I disappeared. I just went, <laughs> disappeared. I, I'm not, I don't use the term train spotting, but I'm a rail enthusiast. Yeah. So I used to go <laughs> to various of the big stations at the King's Cross. Because you know that was a good place to go. I like the sort of the trains that ran on there. I won't bore you with the types, um, <laughs> but I, I used to thoroughly enjoy that. And believe it or not, I used mm. to talk to other people who did the same thing, and that was always good fun. So, mm. and I, I, so, I have to say, Deb, I love the fact that the last question you're going to ask is the question that I always ask. It's if, the question <laughs> you always close with. <laughs> it is. It is. I had to. I know. So do you want to go for it? So, yep. So the last question, what's your number one tip for people traveling to the UK? Well, so I'll go for this one. You go for that one. Um, use our resource, UKTravelPlanning.com, <laughs> LondonTravelPlanning.com, our ebooks. So you've got our websites, our ebooks, our podcast, all our resources, the Facebook group. We do have an Instagram um account as well we are on youtube which we are trying going to try and build that up so there's everything so that if you're somebody who likes to read you've got the the websites if you like to listen you've got the podcast if you like to watch yes we are going to be building uh youtube up and we do we are on instagram and we have reels and things like that on there so we're trying to cover every type of learning style i guess that's the teacher in me um, so just use our resources. They're all there. They're all um, free. Obviously, we do sell a couple of some ebooks, but majority of it, ninety nine percent of it, is it's there. It's accessible. Um, so you know, use it, please. Mm. Yes, I agree. I can vouch for that. <laughs> so, um, Deb, thank you so much. Um, do, do you want to say thank something? Thank you, guys. Sorry? I was just going to say yeah. the one uh, good tip would be embrace your own uniqueness for your own travel plans. Because everybody's travel yeah. plans and expectations are so much different. Yes. That was yeah. it. Okay, good. Sorry, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I will let you talk then. Um, so, Deb, I guess I I should wrap up and say thank you to you to coming on to asking us the questions. Oh no, thank you. I think we're. I think being part of your viewer and listening group, we're all so grateful. That it was nice to just learn a little bit more about you and how you form this whole community. Oh, well, it, it was just lovely to talk to you. And I'm sure, well, hopefully people listening, if you're listening, this has kind of answered some of the questions you might have about us and, and why we do what we do. And it was a lovely suggestion of, of yours, Deb, to do it. So, yeah. you know, I really appreciate that you that you came on and spent the time and come up with the questions and uh, to, to chat to us today. 
Thank you. It was great fun. <laughs> oh, great. So um, anyway, yeah, so for listening, so obviously we will have any links to some of the information that we've talked about in the show notes for this episode, which will be at uktravelplanning.com. So I just want to say, I think we should all say it this week because we have the, at the end of a podcast, we always say the same thing. So I think we should all say it. So from myself, from Doug and from Deb, until next week, (laughs) happy happy UK UK travel planning. planning. Travel planning. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Deb. Thank you. Thank you.